Okay, welcome to hour number two of the KSCO Saturday special. I'm MZ, and here is Pharmacist Ben. Hey, and Dr. Future and Mrs. Future. Do you know about uh, Dr. and Mrs. Future? Patricia and Oh, well, we got Patricia. Okay, let's take Patricia real quick. Patricia, you were saying some really cool things before we went to the break. Continue, please. Patricia, no? Hey, you got to pop Patricia up, uh, uh, Aaron, if you're there. I'm here. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. My Continue, Patricia. You were saying some cool stuff. Well, I can't say that I live my life daily like this. I don't. I will just tell you that the one time where regularly I have a sensation of what you're talking about is when I go to the Saturday morning market at Aptos. Mm. I, see, I get, all the, see all the fresh, I see all the wonderful fruit. Yeah. All the all, all the incredible farmers, the the beautiful food, yeah. and I used to park where I have to walk through not a big area of trees and everything, and it's just such a pleasure. I did some work ages ago with a woman named Emily Conrad Daoud Continuum, where she talked about the sine wave movement and how that had been used with with um, to help towards people with paralysis and it's a, a kind of sine wave movement or energy that's also uh when i took some qigong classes now hang on um, patricia it, hang on just one moment patricia when i hear when i hear sine wave movement i think of, of peaks and troughs or peaks and valleys like that kind of typical is that, like what is that what you're talking actually, about maybe maybe it's incorrect to use the term side i'm just talking about a wave movement, which you can feel energetically, mm-hmm. and you can also work with your body to uh, to manipulate your 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 muscles. Uh, you know, invite them to work so that you can start with a wave that goes from your lower spinal cord all the way up to your neck. So you're talking uh, about just, you're talking about energy, basically inputting energy somehow into your body. Yeah, it's a bit of energy, and it also can be a slight micro movement. Are you doing it so literally? It, are you doing it by moving? literally moving your muscles. Are you doing it mentally? Or are you doing it through your ideas and through through just things that you're thinking about, or, or are you doing it no, actually by moving moving your body physically? That conscious choice uh-huh. to do that motion. Yeah. Now that's really cool. Have you ever seen the uh, and future Dr. and Mrs. Future you can chime in on this. Have you ever seen some of these new devices where people actually move things with their mind? They there's a TED video where somebody does a moves a a, a playing piece on a computer screen simply by using their mind and there's prosthetic devices that monkeys are using. Monkeys will actually think certain thoughts and these little prosthetic devices will move and there's uh, prosthetic attachments that people can have put into their bodies when they have nervous uh, some kind of uh, nerve damage where they can move their bodies simply by thinking thought, uh, move their limbs, these prosthetic limbs, simply by thinking thoughts. Have you ever seen any of these things? Hello? Yes. Hi. I have not. I've, I've heard of them, but I have not seen them or worked with them. It's literally mind over matter. I mean, we do mind over matter all the time anyway, but now we can have inanimate matter that we can actually move using our minds. And again, this is the kind of world that we're about to enter into. And if anybody out there doesn't find that thrilling and exciting, then they are way, way, way too jaded. Yeah, and and if they find it fearful. Maybe, I, I, maybe. Some people do uh, find it uh, fearful, yeah. Yeah, uh, I find that sometimes what holds me back from that sensation is like the sense of fullness that comes with it all. Uh, it seems that to sort of continue doing 
uh, left brain type work or interactions that we often segment ourselves thinking that we can't bring that energy into our contract negotiations and yeah. to uh, our personal or, you know, semi-family yeah. relationships. Yeah. We get the old means, right. the old mindsets without realizing we can just move beyond that. Well, ironically, that's where we, ironically, that's where we get our most power is when we integrate both of those sides. Instead of just being predominantly left brain, we figure out a way to integrate that airy, fairy, right brain kind of uh, ephemeral, intangible kind of energy into the more logical and, and tangible uh, left brain kinds of, kinds of, uh, 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 practical sort of things that we do on a day to day basis, contracts and things of that, su- that nature. I, f- I used to go into business meetings and bring that kind of energy into the business meetings and I would find the room just energetically would change as I brought love and these intangible ideas into uh, practical kinds of left brain business meetings. We got to move on though, Patricia. Thank you so much for sharing all that. I appreciate it. I just love you, Ben. And, and Michael, thank you so for, for making Ben possible. Thank you. Daily I'm and possible. I'm Ben's father. No, yeah, no, no, no. Okay. You're, you're, <laughs> I, am, I know what you're saying. Okay, uh, thank you. Patricia and Capitola, here comes JP in Watsonville. Hey, JP. What's up, JP? Hi, Captain. Listen, uh, I got some waves of my own here. All right, share. <clears throat> Happy birthday uh. to you. Thanks to Kay for carrying you. <laughs> we all love your great station. Happy birthday to you and nice. many more. Nice. Wow, That's you're a awesome. very talented man. Oh, come on. You, you you know, I'm the one who sang James Taylor, Fire and Rain, man, on that acapella, you know, uh, uh, what was that weekend we had where we did stuff? Anyway, did listen. You, did um, we do kar- karaoke? Yeah, we did karaoke, and JP sang Fire and Rain. It's That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but, listen, but... Uh, a couple of things. Seriously, happy birthday, MZ. And Kay, thank you so much for bringing such a... Interesting young man into the world. <laughs> Idiosyncratic. <laughs> Idiosyncratic. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, Dr. and Mrs. Future, hello, hello. Glad to have you on, too. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Ben, I want to tell you, um, uh, I love Dr. Wallach. I listen to Dr. Wallach. He's got lots of good information. At for- unfortunately, in this station in my life, um, I really don't have the wherewithal in order to uh, – I've been a, a – uh, I signed up to be a distributor years ago when I had the opportunity, um, but I don't have the, the wherewithal to, to get his stuff. But every morning, um, my wife and I, and I encourage my friends, and we tune into a KOMY 1340 at 8 a.m. every weekday morning. Nice. To listen to um, to listen to you and your wisdom and your your caring and the love and the feeling Thank you. and the things. Praise you God! Out Thank of, you so much. I appreciate that. I've been doing that. it for years, and I want to tell you, Ben, um, um, you through what you do and the people who listen to you are giving so many more healthy birthdays to people. I don't want to have a birthday with COPD, and I don't want to have a nice. birthday with clogged arteries or a yeah. stroke or nice. a skin problem. How but old are you, JP? Or roughly? And, um, be 57 in uh, uh, nine days. I'm a Scorpio just like MZ. That's awesome. Hey, JP, if you send me your address, uh, send me your mailing address, I'm going to send you out some Beyond Tangy Tangerine on me. You know send what? It, I, send, I would absolutely s- love some. Send it to ben at ksco.com. Put your address. I surely and put will. Your... I surely will. And you know what? Um, 
we, the wife and I have talked about getting it. Um, things are really tight right now, and, and you're really generous. I've heard you uh, give a couple things away, to, many things away to other listeners to your show. Um, I'm going to hop off. Just uh, We really appreciate the station and the programming you have, and I don't know about your guru, MZ. I, I mean, you got good stuff out there, and, and I listen to you every day, and just like I believe it was Rebecca before me, um, we're all listening, MZ. Even if we don't call, we're out here with ears on. So thank you, sir. And thank you all. Thank you. God bless. Don't forget to send me an email, JP. So let's send I some will, stuff sir. out to you. All right. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see. Who is next? Who is next, Wyatt's? Wyatt's Barbara in Aptos. Hey, Barbara. Hi. Bless you all. He about said everything I wanted to say. I love the bright side. Uh, I love also are the callers. That come back with feedback. That come yeah, that's about nice. All of their miracles of everything that, that happened. It's amazing. You can hear it yeah. in their voices, their vitality, yeah. and you learn something every day from you. Bless well, you, thank and you. I love everybody Praise at God. ASCO. Thank you Have so much for saying that. I appreciate, I appreciate Bye. that very much. Hey, I got some feedback uh, in the studio. If you can so turn that I. down, turn that down a little bit. I haven't done anything. Uh, no, it's at the studio. Maybe it's at the studio. Okay, our next caller is going to be, I'm going to pray, press next. Press next. Okay, and that is Mike in Capitola. Hey, Mike, you're on. Hey, Mike. Um, so I heard you guys talking about the future and uh, all this technology coming up, and I was just listening to Ray Kurzweil the other day. And Love he was talking Ray about how Yeah, he was talking about how with 3D printing, um, it's eventually going to be more or less um, a situation where everything is pretty much the same price per pound. Isn't so, that amazing? No more scarcity. Yeah. That, that's what I was talking about, how we're going to have to have a whole new economic system because we won't have scarcity. We'll be able to make right. everything we need. And that's going to, there's, there's not going to be a need to go out and, and buy things. You could print everything that you want, which means that our economy will have to shift gears, and now we're going to have to value different things. Previously, we valued things because they were scarce, but now they're not going to be scarce anymore. So we're going to have to create new values. The raw materials like the, the, like the organic ink. Textiles, through nanotechnology and through textiles, we'll be able to create things from the ground up. We won't have to worry about about getting ink from trees because we'll be able to make ink from 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 the atomic matter upwards. We've previously had to create materials and raw materials from the from trees and and then break them down. But instead of going from the top down, we're going to be able to create raw materials from the bottom up. From the and there's no shortage in atoms, MZ. So we'll be able to create anything we want from the uh, atomic level upwards. No more scarcity means pure joy and pure entertainment. In fact, this juxt this uh, this polarity that we were talking about, the sympathetic nervous system polarity versus the parasympathetic uh, nervous system or the stress nervous system versus the thrival nervous system, can also be, uh, you can also uh, make another polarity between scarcity and abundance. Scarcity w- would be represented by the stress nervous system, the sympathetic nervous system, the survival mentality. Abundance would be the parasympathetic nervous system, the relaxation nervous system, the love nervous system. If you listen to uh, 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 Gerald Jampolsky, he always talks about the, uh, the great polarity of fear and love. Well, that same polarity can be reflected as the sympathetic nervous system versus the parasympathetic nervous system, the, uh, the stress nervous system versus the, the, uh, uh, the uh, uh, relaxation nervous system. All of these great polarities are going to, uh, are going to be, uh, or the great polarity that we're talking about is going to be shifted instead of dealing with scarcity, we're going to have abundance. And instead of having fear, we're going to have love. And the, 
the real bottom line of this whole thing is, is you can't have love if you're in fear, and you can't have abundance if you're in scarcity. It's going to be one or the other. And we're about to enter into a world where it's no more scarcity. It is pure abundance and pure love, and that, to me, is as thrilling as it gets. And we should be talking more and more and more about this and sharing these ideas more and more. Dr. Future and Mrs. Future, when we were off the air, we were talking about memes and I think we had a caller, Patricia, talked about memes. This is the new meme. This has to be the new idea, the new belief that we all incorporate into our lives. And we even have to understand the concept of memes in order to be able to incorporate this new idea into our lives. Tell us a little bit about memes and tell us a little bit, Dr. and Mrs. Future, about the idea of viruses and how these ideas replicate themselves for better or for worse without our even conscious attention to them. Yeah, well, they're probably our pre-cellular parents just keeping track of us, you know? <laughs> but I, the, the uh, means of ideas have been uh, spread mostly through media in our culture and from families. You know, families pass on family values and things like that. Family values are, in a sense, means. Well, the memes perpetuate themselves. Once they enter into your minds, they go on automatic and they kind of perpetuate themselves. So what our job should be is to insert memes that will become self-perpetuating, like all memes do, but that are powerful memes, that are inspiring memes, that are memes that give us excitement and a joie de vivre. And that's why it's so important that even though some people may think this is la-la land and people may think this is somewhat trite, it's it's critical that we start injecting these powerful viruses into the cultural zeitgeist, into the, the cultural mindset. And that's why these programs are important, and that's why it's important to be sharing these ideas, even though a lot of people may consider them trite and cliché. Well, I think they'll speak for themselves soon enough. I mean, it's going to take a higher consciousness to deal with all these incredible breakthroughs we're having. Like, like for example, I think get you, what you think about this whole DIY bio movement right now. We're even here in Silicon Valley in Sunnyvale, we have BioCurious, which is a, a lab that allows private individuals to go in and create uh, new life forms, uh, 10 ways to hack your houseplant. I've like heard Craig, Ve- Craig Ventner. Really Do you awesome know about Craig? online journal, you know, yeah, I mean, BioCoder. Yeah. Learn all about it. I heard some guy calling Craig, uh, on some radio show calling Craig Ventner a mad scientist. You know about you know about Craig Ventner and, the, and his, of and his course, life yeah, form. He's the one that's rearranging microorganisms to so that they eat plastic and you know excrete water. Like well, that. some people think he's satanic. Big fans of Craig Ventner. Some people think he's evil. As long as it's purified water, I, I'm all for it. Oh yeah, some would say it's the Pandora's box, and you know if you take right. the lid off of it, and we're allowed to rearrange life forms and to create whatever we want, uh, well, we can't stop it. Do you need to have to wield that tool. I think we have to. We have to realize that people are afraid of us messing with things we don't understand, which is now of wait a minute. That's but why people get upset about stem cells. It's knowledge. Cells. Well, you know what? You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, and that's just how the no. that's just what happens. Once technology well, you can, but it's messy. It, it's not possible to do it. Once you can't stop the flow of technology, you can't stop the flow of ideas. The you can you can try to, but it's like resistance is futile, as they say. So we might as well just go along for the ride, right? What the heck's wrong with the ride? <laughs> hey Ben, I had a quick question for you. Yes, sir. Um. About nutrition, kind of. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. so if I could talk to real quick. Um, I kind of I hit the top of my head a few years ago 
And I basically am showing on an MRI desiccation in the cervical discs. Yes. And I'm retaining some tension. Okay, um, you want you want to talk about that? Blow. Don't yeah, ever. Yeah, I'm just wondering if there are any topicals yeah. or anything. To get no, it's not topicals. Not it's not okay. topicals. Remember, we were talking about contraction earlier. Contraction mm-hmm. contraction shows up in the body as inflammation, or inflammation is a response of, of long-term contraction. So the first thing you got to do is you got to start working on on uh, the local inflammation that's keeping that area from getting fed and from getting nourished and from getting detoxified, and there's a lot of ways to do that. Whenever you have any disease, any degenerative disease, and I'm not talking about uh, well, pretty much all diseases really, you're, what you're looking at is a manifestation of the body's, of a, a shutdown of the body's ability to repair and heal itself. And whenever there's a shutdown or a sluggishness in healing and repairing, you're looking at an activated immune system and inflammation. You're looking at a defensive response. So you're, the fact that you got hit in the head, obviously that's mechanical trauma and you can't do anything about that. But the, the problem you're having is that your body's not healing and it's not repairing. When the body's not healing and it's not repairing, almost by definition, you're looking at a, a defensive response of some kind that's keeping oxygen from getting into that area, nutrients from getting into that area, and toxins from leaving that area. So you only have one job to do. And by the way, anybody out there listening who's dealing with any kind of degenerative health crisis, which, which is this Aaron, by the way, talking? Was this Aaron? Who am I talking to? Uh, Mike. Mike, I'm sorry. So anytime you have any chronic degenerative condition, which is what you're dealing with, Mike, you're looking at a defensive response. The body is protecting you from something, and it's doing it in a dysfunctional fashion. So what you have to figure out, the only thing you need to figure out, and this is for anybody dealing with a degenerative disease, whether it's eczema or acne or arthritis or heart disease or, God forbid, cancer or autoimmunity or whatever, you only have one job. Remember the Gordian knot. All you got to do is just get a, a knife and cut that Gordian knot. You don't have to worry about untangling it. You just got to cut it. You got to figure out what the heck is your body defending itself from. It's not the initial trauma. That happened years ago. But something is getting into your body that your body, that, that's creating this defensive response and you got to figure out what is getting into your body. And I say this all the time on the bright side. And if anybody out there has, li- has listened to the bright side, they're probably going to get sick of me saying it again. But there's only three ways that anything can get into your body to initiate this defensive response that is showing up as a sluggishness or a slowdown or, or, or an inability for the body to heal. You can get things into the body through the nose, you can get things into the body through the skin, or you can get things into the body through the mouth. Now, through the skin hardly ever happens unless you have a burn. Uh, through the nose, it happens occasionally, but rarely. The vast majority of the defensive responses that we address that show up as degenerative diseases or a lack of healing, which is what Mike's going through, the vast majority of these substances come in through the mouth. That is where 80% of your immune system is located, 80% of the defensive system is located, so it's just common sense. So, my friend, if you have an inflammatory problem, which you do, by definition, you're not healing, that means there's some kind of inflammation that's going on, you're putting something into your body on a regular basis, on a chronic basis, through the, through foods. Now, the only way to figure out what those foods are is to by, is to, uh, by assessing your digestive symptoms. Uh, now, how old are you, Mike? 24. Okay, well, you're a kid, all right? So you should have been healing by now. That tells me that you have been, something has been getting into your body that has been uh, activating this defensive response for a long time. That means something has been getting into your body through your mouth 
uh, that's been activating this defensive response and shutting down the healing system for a long time. That means you've had a digestive issue for a long time. Does this sound familiar at all, Mike? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, I'm not Psychic Ben. I say this every day on my program. I'm not Psychic Ben. I never talked to you before, Mike. I don't know who you are. But based on your symptomology, your immune system is hyperactive. The inflammatory uh, inflammation is kicking in. Inflammation and immunity go hand in hand and slowing down the healing process. So what do you do? Number one, first and foremost, you got to figure out what you're eating that's causing this kind of defensive response. Every time you have heartburn or gas or bloating or uh, flatulence or uh, diarrhea, loose stools, constipation, anytime you have any digestive symptomology from your mouth to the other end, you want to link that up to a particular food that you ate and you want to start to eliminate those foods. The most likely, uh, the mo- most likely suspects are going to be grains of all kinds, dairy, eggs, and legumes, although it can be anything. It could be spinach, it could be tomatoes, it could be uh, potatoes, it could be beans. There's a lot of things that it could be. And then you got to start eliminating those foods. Then you want to start to repair the digestive system and start to uh, work on uh, the immune system in the gut. And that means probiotics and bacteria, which are your best immune system friends. Get on the Nightly Essence from Longevity, which is an awesome, awesome probiotic product that also includes digestive enzymes. Eat fermented foods, which are wonderful sources of uh, digestive enzymes, kimchi, miso, tempeh, uh, fermented beets. I love fermented beets, apple cider vinegar, anything you Anything, we'll get that up in Boulder here later, MZ. Anything you can get uh, that's fermented is going to be in your interest. Then start to use anti-inflammatory nutrients, and there's a whole slew of them. Probably the most important, the two most important are vitamin C and vitamin E. Make sure you're processing fats correctly. You may want to start using gelatin and the glucogel caps and glucosamine. Those are not only anti-inflammatory, but they can help build up collagen. Uh, uh, gelatin in particular is very good for building up collagen. And one of the most important things you could do for the immune system, for the digestive system, for the inflammation in your neck as well, is what I call bone soup. Now, I don't know if you ever heard me talk about bone soup, but that's where you, you drop a chicken into a pot. You go get a, a chicken from Whole Foods and you drop it into a pot, let the water simmer uh, for anywhere from four to six, maybe eight or even 12 hours. You make a nice soup, throw some apple cider vinegar and throw some veggies. The meat falls off the bone and all that cartilage that comes off of the bones is the most incredible bodybuilding foods you could ever eat. It's anti-inflammatory. It builds your immune system and it you coats your digestive tract as well. Man, but I got to correct you on one thing. Yes, sir. Don't get the chicken at Whole oh, Foods. Oh yeah, you don't like Whole Foods. Get the chicken at Ben Loman Market or okay. Scotts Valley. Market. All right, I apologize. They have better stuff than Whole Foods. Cheaper too. Anyhow, and it's cheaper. Yeah, and and, and Whole Foods will rob you of everything. All else. right. They, yeah. I, I like the rotisserie chickens because I don't like to cook. But any kind Does of chicken. Does anybody chicken. like Whole Foods? I mean, I, the Whole Foods, the, the stuff looks good, but it tastes like garbage. Does that help you, Mike? Yeah, I, it actually does. I wrote all that down. I just have one more question for you. Sure, buddy. And I appreciate sure. it. Um, so a lot of people I see, um, I personally eat meat, but I see a lot of people who don't eat meat. I don't eat meat. And they kind of clump. Yeah, I heard you say that. Like you have a you have a steak like every now and then, like once in a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but they kind of clump eggs into that whole meat thing. It's and not. I it shouldn't be. That's like, it's, 
Mike, that's so unfair. There's a guy who wrote a book. Yeah, that's great. You know that that because that really ticks me off. There's a guy who named T. Colin Campbell, and if I and I ever get to talk to him, I would I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. He wrote a book called The China Study. Punch him in the nose. There's another guy named Robert Young, and I Robert Young and I, as much as I like his work, we got into a little tiff because he these people make this assumption that when you eat meat or if you're eating animal protein that you're eating meat. It's not true. Because I don't personally, I don't eat meat. Although, like occasionally, I might have a steak. But eggs and whey are animal food, uh, animal proteins. But they're incredibly important, not only because they're powerful, powerful protein foods, but most importantly, and this is so important, and nobody who's a vegetarian addresses this, or a vegan, I should say, addresses this, is the fact that in eggs and in pro, uh, whey protein and dairy in general, you have factors that are called growth peptides or immune system peptides that are only found in animal products. They're not found in meat, they're not found in fish, but they're found in eggs and they're found in whey. And if you're a vegan and you're not eating whey and you're not eating egg, in my opinion, you are depriving yourself of these growth factors that are singular. They're not found anywhere else in nature. They're only found in dairy products and they're only found in uh, in eggs. And it's just tragic to, to uh, deprive yourself of these powerful peptides, these growth peptides, immune peptides, bodybuilding peptides, and uh, antibiotic peptides that are only found in these foods. So, yeah, meat is not a good quality food. And if you're a vegan and you're out there uh, ripping on animal protein and then using chicken and pork and beef as a, a as testimony or as proof of your theories, it's not fair. And this is what T. Colin Campbell does in the China study, and this is what Robert Young does in his lectures. They they uh, tell you about all the problems associated with meat, and there are a lot of problems associated with meat and even fish. And then they lump all animal protein into this one big box, depriving people of the uh, 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 forcing people to deprive themselves or or compelling people to deprive themselves of the peptides that you get in whey protein, dairy protein. And in, uh, in in eggs. So a couple of problems though with eggs and and actually with dairy too. If you cook your eggs too much, you're going to really destroy some of the good precious fats and the enzymes. And by the way, these foods also have wonderful enzymes in them too. It goes with anything, but eggs are particularly fragile. So you don't want to uh, overcook your eggs. And, this, and with dairy, it's a little trickier because. Uh, whey protein, which is the best protein going next to next to mother's milk, is a highly processed protein, and you got to be very very careful with the brand of whey protein that you use. And this is the reason why I recommend the One World Whey so much, is because I know the guy who who makes it, and I know the guy who's uh, Stephen Ewer, whose company it is, and he's very very conscientious, uh, got a lot of integrity, and he really wants to put out a quality product. So you got to be careful with the kind of whey protein you're using. If you're using dairy uh, uh, raw milk, which you shouldn't be using pasteurized milk, you want to be careful of the kind of cows that the milk is coming from and if you're using eggs you want to make sure that you're not cooking your eggs too much in fact raw eggs are probably are, is probably the best way to do it as long as the eggs are fresh and, and and there's no cracks that are in the shells does that help yeah i appreciate okay. it good deal all thanks right so thank much, you mike. Hey, all thanks right. for hey mike before you leave uh I, i'm um he left it's, all right <laughs> so. okay um so who's next um looks like Troy in Scotts Valley is next, and then there's Jan and SLV. Yeah, go ahead, Troy. You're on. Hey, greetings all, and um, Michael's whirling a special long-distance dedication of happy birthday to you, Thank but I'm you, not going to sing it. Uh, and I mean, <clears throat> so something very interesting, and I've got Dr. Ben in the future on here to ask this question to. Is yeah. that right? Yes, yeah, Dr. Dr. Future. Dr. Future, just okay. Mr. Ben, Pharmacist Ben. Pharmacist Ben. So, yes. Excuse me. I, I just realized I got that one. <clears throat> 
So we now have the technology of the food replicator, and this is interesting. We're going to have to feed that printer. Uh, we're going to have to feed it. Uh, we're made of hydrogen and carbon and oxygen, our bodies. But now, where would the vit- we got to have vitamins for the food? Oh, the vitamins food replicator. are. You know, that's a great, great point. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. People don't realize how complicated vitamins are. You know, I get a quest- this question all the time. People say, "Well, are those synthetic vitamins?" And I don't want to do synthetic vitamins. I want. Have you heard this, Doctor and Mrs. Future? Synthetic vitamins versus whole food vitamins. You know. People always talk about the Beyond Tangy and synthetic vitamins. Let me tell you something. Vitamins are incredibly complicated. They may be the most complicated molecules in all of biology, vitamins. There's a lot of complicated molecules, but to make a vitamin, to make what a, to, to synthetically produce what a plant can do in a tiny little centimeter of cellular, plant cellular space takes entire factories, uh, huge acreages of, uh, of industrial plants and, and it creates so much toxicity that they have to make these vitamins in, in China and in India because they're not even allowed to make them here or they'd be too expensive to make here. Vitamins are incredibly difficult for, for human beings to, process, to make synthetically, and it's going to be really, really hard to come up with foods, with artificial foods or replicated foods that have these vitamins in them unless those are synthetic vitamins. We're not going to be able, at least uh, for the near future, to be able to figure out how to create these really, really powerful and complicated molecules that we call vitamins. And that is something that's going to have to be done, uh, probably have to be thrown into the food synthetically. I'm not sure how that's going to be done, how we're going to be able to uh, create those kinds of, those kinds of subst- substances that plants can do, uh, uh, that nature can do, uh, and even that the human body, t- in the case of some vitamins, can do uh, in terms of a, in, in a synthetic atomic fashion through a, through a food printer, if you will. But although there are food printers now, there are, is synthetic meat already, uh, prototypical synthetic meat that's out already. Does that answer your wow. question? Yeah. Isn't that interesting yeah, no, about vitamins? Isn't that, and people don't no, realize how incredibly complicated just thiamine is or niacin or these, these little things, these things that we so routinely and glibly just refer to as vitamins. They're incredibly complex molecules that are impossible, almost impossible for us to make in a, uh, without having huge industrial acreage spent on, on factories. Right. I, I grow my own food and I, I had the, I had all the wood ash and all the minerals and all the good stuff and it is extremely complicated just to do it when you're growing it in your backyard. It is well minerals minerals are even easier than you know minerals are at, grow out or just found in the earth but yeah. but vitamins uh, the eight vitamins the the two water soluble vitamins and the four fat soluble vitamins those are very very difficult to process to uh, artificially to manufacture artificially. What you need hey, is it, it's true see. that you need the mineral cofactors for the vitamins to work. Yeah. Well, minerals are like little electrical batteries, as, as we were saying earlier, that help the vitamins work. Vitamins are just uh, unbelievably fascinating molecules, and we do talk about them very glibly, but but they do deserve from a uh, from a biochemical and a biological perspective, they deserve a lot of attention, and we should really be we should really be in awe of what we call vitamins. They're amazing, amazing substances, even more even more complicated uh, and more important fundamentally the way I look at it, the minerals. Minerals are much easier for the body to get than vitamins. Hey, live long and prosper. Thank you so much. Be with you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Troy. Here comes Jane. Did you ever hear the, Dr. Mrs. Future, did you ever hear the Church of the Subgenius? Of course, yes. Uh, Bob. Praise Bob. Praise Bob. All right. Okay, here's Bob. Jan. Jan, you're on the air. Hi there. Hey, hey yeah, Jan. I- Hi, I wanted to start off wishing Michael a happy birthday. Same, happy and birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate all you I, do for I us. like this so much, I want to do it every day. There you go. Well, it's all mental. 
just have to... Michael says, Michael calls it the 62nd anniversary of his birth. Very correctly. <laughs> There's only one birthday. That's right. You know, every and people... by the way, it's your mom's birthday, not yours. Right. Your mom gave birth. You just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> your mom did the work. <laughs> she should be honored. Happy birthday, Kay. Oh, your mother but, on your birthday. Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, we love hearing Ben Fuchs, but a lot of us up here in the Valley, we can't get K-O-M-Y. Um, is there any way you can put him on the KSCO at a time when during the day when we can? That's all an idea. Let, let's let's look at let's look at that. It won't be during the weekday because we're really tight with our schedule. But maybe a week evening. Oh, we'll do a skincare yeah. show. Or, what do you think of a skincare show? We're definitely going to do a skincare show. I think we should do. You know, do you think uh, enough yeah. people enough people care about the skin? Do you care about the skin that much that we should do an hour radio show on the skin once once a week or so? I'm contemplating that. Oh, it'd be wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Jan, I just want to let you and everybody else who's listening know, we are working on a uh, digital media infrastructure for KSCO, KOMY, and ZBS. Oh, wow. Um, because every day that passes, fewer people are listening to radio and more people are listening to smartphones and uh, online, you know, Internet radio. Mm-hmm. And that's where everything is going. Now, for some reason, the I don't know what the average listener to KSCO's age is. I believe it's 75 or 80. I, I do. I think I think it's I think now I hope I'm wrong. I hope that the, that there are many many more younger people listening to KSCO than I think than I believe. Okay, but I do know that that's what younger people, people who are who are 30 years old, say, and, and younger, maybe even people who are 35 and younger. Have, don't even know what a radio is. If you show them a radio, they'll say, what's that? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. Maybe even people who are under 40 don't know what a radio is. Well, That's not what they, they... Everybody's integrating the, 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 the media into their lives in, in a different way. And yeah. it's, it's mostly, it's mostly in, in, in involving the smartphones. Well, I, I, I can't go anywhere without seeing any, everybody I know except older... Oh, I got to put in some money now, huh? No, no. Did I, uh, older people, old, older people who refuse to, to to have a smartphone. Most old older people that I know have cell phones. Does Kay have a smartphone? Uh, no, no. She has <laughs> a, she has the best phone. She has the best phone that, that that was ever manufactured in terms of of cell phone quality, and that's the yeah. Motorola StarTac. And you can't even get these things connected. Once, if if you have a StarTac, it's it's the best quality and it's the best sensitivity of any cell phone that was ever made, just the clearest in every way. But they they don't let you hook them up anymore. In other words, if you if you if you still have a a, a StarTac by Motorola, your carrier isn't going to kick you out. But as soon as it breaks, they're not going to let you get another one. Even even you, because you can get them at flea markets and stuff that are perfectly functional, but they won't let you hook them up. Anyhow, that's okay. Um, Michael, I uh, wanted to mention something that uh, mentally helps me occasionally. Uh, I have a little button that I bought a long time ago, and it says, "It's never too late to have a happy childhood." I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. And I look at this button as much as I can, and I I try to mentally. You know, realize that. And I have a brother whose son got divorced, and he came back to live with his dad and brought his grand, uh, his son, my brother's grandson. And talking to my brother, 
over a period of time while his grandson was there, I told him, I said, you've, you've, you've gotten 20 years younger. His attitude was different. Uh, he was just uh, looking at the, the world through his grandson's eyes. Mm. And it opened up his whole life. It's just incredible. And another thing that I do is, um, to me, God's love is, is like Praise rain. God. It's raining down on us. And all yes. we have to do is we have to, it's like a radio. You have to tune into the right station. And then you can just soak it in. Yeah. And it's just wonderful. Soak it in. Soak it in. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And once you soak it in, once you understand what you just said, and that's a very wise thing you just said, once you understand that and, t- and tap into it just just a little bit. You'll never want to be without it, ever. That's right. And thank we you sure enjoy Patricia. hearing from you, Ben. Thank, thank you so you. much. God bless. You're thank very you uplifting. So to answer the question, yeah, I, we, we should. It would be a good thing to try to get Ben's rerun on other times, but to do another program, to do another the skincare program. But but also, you know, the the um, bright side is available you know, as a podcast already through yeah, GCN. Yeah, iTunes, too. And, and iTunes. Or yeah, if you and, could and, even... And, Put him on once a week on uh, What's Left. Give him a two-hour oh. slot there. I used to do one. You used I got to ran one? off the air. I think I got ran off the air. Is that What's Left? Run? Yeah, I That'd got ran off the That'd be a perfect air. time, you know, at I least see. once a week. And uh, we'd be listening. This is like ear candy. But, but, but would you rather have Ben Farmer's Ben on than Rich Lieberman? Oh wait! I can oh. learn. I can learn a lot from Ben, but I don't learn. I turn. I can't listen to Rich. I'm sorry. I've tried. Oh. Okay. But I can listen to Ben. He's don't. very, very educational, uplifting. Um, yeah. Thank we, you. We That's need, what I want to be. That's what I want to be. Inspiring. We need somebody That's... giving us hope because there's a lot of the opposite hope and around. Change. Yeah, we need a lot of hope. Thank you, Patricia. Well, appreciate it. We need some That's real Jan. hope. <laughs> it's Jan, not Oh, Jan. Patricia. Thank you, Jan. Appreciate it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thanks Thank for you. the kind have words. Appreciate it. Have a beautiful oh, you're day. You're welcome. Okay, you too. It says Thank take you. next. Take next. Now, who is that? Why, it's Alan in Santa Cruz. Hi, Alan in Santa Cruz. How you do? <clears throat> How you guys doing today? Hey, Alan. Fine, thank you. Hey, Ben. Uh, First of all, happy mirth, uh, birthday, Michael. Uh, and Thanks, Alan. I really do appreciate your station, and you just don't know how what a rare gift it is to have a station so local, yeah. so personable. Uh, I just stopped in the other day and saw Dave and picked up some uh, tangy tangerine. I mean, there it is. It's just hey, how's it working out? It tastes pretty good, huh? Have, have you just started it? So is there is, well, the, jury, yeah, is I, the jury is the jury in on that yet, or or the verdict in? <clears throat> For me, uh, uh, it, it works. It works fine. I, I really appreciate what's what's in there. I mean, I've been kind of like on this kind of lifestyle for many many years, so I didn't notice a big difference in my energy one way or another. But I just assume there's a lot of really good stuff in there. I kind of fast regularly. I'm in pretty good shape. I feel real good. A lot of what Ben says. The reason I'm calling is Ben. I appreciate so much the fact that you are willing to bear the slings and arrows of sticking yourself out and saying what you are saying, yeah, which is basically very, very radical because the it's The pharmaceutical true. industry would like to have been put to sleep. Absolutely. There are people who are would just do everything they could to stop this information because what it is, it's the truth, it's yeah. simple, it's yes. basic, yeah, it yeah. works, yeah. and it makes a complete difference in the life of people. It is completely sabotaging a whole industry of junk food and complete crap 
that is making people a lot of money, and yes. then you are riding a surfboard on a wave, and I bow to you and appreciate Praise so much. God. Thank you so much for acknowledging. You yeah. are willing to do this. And when I heard you for the first time, I just moved back to Santa Cruz oh, in July or August. And I heard this guy, I figured he's up in Boulder, that's kind of cool. And then I realized, <laughs> well, he's here in Santa Cruz talking. And uh, I heard what you were saying. I said, finally, somebody's saying this stuff. Yeah, it's about yeah. time somebody says the truth about this. That's awesome. Well, you can spread I mean, the word. Uh, you sounds like you know it too, brother, so you can spread the word as well. Tell everybody you know. The human body is a healing system. It's a regenerating system. Nobody ever has to take a prescription drug to, to help ac to access this healing power that's built in divinely into the human body. We only un have to understand that it exists and how to allow, how to uh, remove the impediments so that it can do its own work divinely. It's divinely mandated to do. And by the way, we all witness this every time we cut ourselves with a little paper cut. We witness this healing power and the same healing power that heals that little paper cut can heal any degenerative disease, including heart disease, including diabetes, including ultimately uh, uh, the biggest the, the uh, biggest monster of all cancer and thank you so much for uh, acknowledging that I really appreciate oh that. I appreciate your passion and Michael yeah he's a gem and uh, the station's a gem and I appreciate you guys so much and Ben I am so glad I personally had a chance to just say to you how much I appreciate what you're thank doing you. thank and you so much. Uh, best of luck to you and God bless you God bless you as well thank you so much Thanks, Alan. Take care. okay here comes Thomas in Summit. Where is Summit, Thomas? Summit, Summit. Summit is Summit Road, Mount Madonna. Oh, okay, because it says Thomas in Summit, as if it's a town or something. So, yeah. Oh, no, okay. no, no. Oh, no, no. Well, welcome to KSEO Saturday Special with MZ and Ben, or Ben and MZ. Hi, Ben. Hi, MZ. Happy birthday, MZ. And um, Thank you. you guys got to help me today. Okay. What's up? Because I agree with you on so many things so strongly and I see things a few things very differently also very strongly and I don't want to say anybody's right or wrong but I like to discuss some of those sure things. let's hear your point of view I love I want to hear the things that you disagree with I disagree in the final analysis I disagree with vitamins and most certainly synthetic vitamins okay I I'm 63, and I have had a number of probably degenerative diseases, but I couldn't prove it to you because I haven't gone to a doctor for 35 or 40 years except when I had physical injuries, you know, blunt force injuries. And I don't take supplements, and I haven't, and I chose that consciously years ago. And I'm probably in one of the few places, there are probably more, but Santa Cruz is one of the few places you can get away with that and have the food to make that work. So, so, so let me just see if I understand what you're saying. You're disagreeing on the fact that you need to supplement, that you, you're saying that you can do it through food. Is that right? Is that how, did I hear that correctly? Let me, let me word it a different way. I, I, I definitely think it can be done with food. I don't think that I'm against supplements. I think that they're a good intermediary until we get healthy live food back available for more people. That would probably be a better way to put it. And I also think 
that there are cofactors in food that you're never going to get. That's absolutely correct. There's no, no disagreement there. Food is the way to go. The problem is we have done such a number on our environment from the ground up, not to mention processing and, 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 and pesticides and fertilizers. Just the ground itself is so depleted of nutrients that the plants need to produce what they produce, those cofactors that you're talking about, that it's next to impossible to do. For example, just take something like vitamin E. You know, uh, the best food sources of vitamin E will provide you with maybe 20 or 30 international units of vitamin E. In order to take care of your heart, you need 400 international units of vitamin E. You'd have to eat a bathtub full of soybeans or of sunflower seeds in order to get even close to that kind of amount of vitamin E. And the same is true about vitamin C and the same is true about vitamin A. It's almost impossible to get the kind of quantities that you need. Now, the cofactors, that's a little bit different. The cofactors, those you need to have foods from. And I, I'm always going to tell you, supplementation sucks. And I hate that I have to supplement. But the fact of the matter is, is that you're just not going to get what you need from food any longer. The stuff is, not, the, the, the raw materials aren't in the ground. And that means the plants aren't going to be able to produce what they need to produce in order to make those foods healthy. Now, one other thing that I want to say, and this is very important because I do do a nutrition show and I do talk about nutrition and I, I love nutrition and I love, uh, the chemistry of vitamins and the chemistry of minerals and the chemistry of nutrients in general, but it has to be emphasized, and I, I'm, I'm guilty of forgetting to say this as often as I should, that if you're dealing with a degenerative crisis or you're dealing with any kind of health condition, it is not a physical condition primarily. All healing, all wellness, all health, and all disease start off spiritually, work down mentally, go down emotionally, and then show up physically. And if you're dealing with a degenerative crisis, you can't just take a vitamin and expect yourself to expect the degeneration and the healing process to kick in if you're not thinking correct thoughts, feeling correct feelings, and you don't have some kind of spiritual connection, some kind of connection to a higher power. It's spiritual, mental, emotional, and then physical. It's the four dimensions of healing and the four dimensions of disease, and they all need to be addressed. So please do not, not, don't ever lump me into the, being the kind of nutritionist or lump me into the, the category of being a nutritionist who says just take vitamins, just take minerals, just take this supplement, and your uh, your your health your health crisis, whatever that may be, will will reverse. You have to work on your mental nature, thinking correct thoughts. Every time you think a thought, it gets turned into biochemistry, guys. Every thought you think becomes a biochemical, which ultimately becomes you. The same is true about your emotions and your feelings, and the same is true about your spiritual connection. So all those dimensions have to be addressed. And I and if I I don't think you'll disagree with that. But if you disagree with the fact that I say you got to use supplements, keep in mind that I'm 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 always in the uh, even though I don't say it, I'm always thinking that it's spiritual, mental, emotional, and then physical. Okay. You know, I would have said the same thing about the spiritual aspect. I think it's more powerful in supplements or food. Absolutely, absolutely, and, it's primal. And the, the the thing that let me see. I have to. I have to. Uh, you said so much that it's hard for me to remember what I wanted to respond to. But I'd really like to respond. Just say one or I two things. I don't think it's bad to take supplements when they're needed and when there's no alternative. But I, on the vitamin thing and on the big factories, it seems that our priorities are are a little bit askew in the sense I, I, I say are, but some some folks' priorities are a little bit askew in my opinion. We should be working on replenishing the soil because you say mm -hmm. it's next to possible, but I say it's possible if we put our priorities there. Yes, yes, and yes. That's, that's what we should be doing. Instead of making printing food 
We should be using all of our intelligence and our technology to re-enliven the soil. The best vitamin right. factors in the world are in the soil. And you we are right. You are absolutely it. correct. Even just the microbes in the soil, even just the microbes in the soil, we don't realize how fundamentally connected we are to little tiny microscopic bacteria that live in the soil. Those little microscopic bacteria provide nutrients, provide raw materials for plants, and the more fertilizers and poison chemicals that we dump into the soil, the less those microbes are around. We are interrelated into in this vast complex that that scientists call Gaia, G-A-I-A, and we need to be, as you say, wisely uh, applying our technological prowess, not necessarily to printing foods, but to honoring Gaia and to honoring this vast network that we are intimately embedded in, that we are one with, that we are connected to, and this idea of being separate uh, from the world is really what allows us to manipulate the world and to destroy it, to, to pollute it and to trash it out. We don't feel like we're attached to it. And what you're talking about, even though you haven't said it, is that we need to be honoring our connection to the planet and our connection to the earth and our connection to the soil rather than operating as if, if, as, as if we were masters of it. You know, that- absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad you said what you said because it's what I would have said maybe in different words, but it's essentially the same thing that I said. You know, I, I mean, why would, why would we want to create these incredibly complex, difficult vitamin factories when we have the best ones That's right. already here? Right here. That needs to be our priority. Instead of building vitamin factories, we need yeah, to yeah. nurture nature. Work with it. Work with uh, her. We're part of it. We need to work with her. A hundred percent. Absolutely correct. Absolutely you know, correct. I, I wanted to say another quick point and see what you think. I don't want to pause the airwaves, but you know, when it comes to the, the amount of vitamin C and the vitamin vitamin E that one gets from a certain amount of food, there's another factor that's involved. And that factor is the strength of one's digestion, or they say absolutely, in, absolutely. They say in the Indian system, agni, and one can foster a strengthened, balanced agni and eat the same food as another person. Yes, and get yes. Ten yes. times more. Than You're one hundred percent. We say in the food. In the world of nutrition, we say it's not what you eat, it's what you absorb. It's what you get into your system, and you're absolutely correct. It's it's that alimentary canal, that digestive tube that the Greeks used to think was another animal that is the is the heart of the healing and health process. Absolutely correct, and I agree with everything you said. No disagreement from me. Got to move on, though. Thank you, Thomas, in Summit, California. Thanks, Thomas. Now we're going to move to Mel. We're going to move to Mel. No, we're going to move to Mel. Push Hello. Okay. Hey, Mel. There you are. Okay. Hey, um, Ben, I know you think psychotropic drugs are like poison. And I, yeah. I, well, I feel it when I, I thought I inferred from you talking about them that you okay. did too. And I've been on four for years and years and got weaned off too. And I'd like to know what you have to say about nutrition supplements and serious mental disorders. I'll tell you two big things. Uh, mental disorders are a classic manifestation of the stress response run amok. So you got to start practicing on the relaxation response. And this is true for anybody who's dealing with any kind of psychological issue. Now, keep in mind, as I said earlier, it's spiritual, mental, emotional, and then physical. So you got to have, you got to address your spiritual crises, your mental crises, and your emotional crises before you can address the physical side of things. But the bridge between the physical world and the uh, mental, emotional, and spiritual world is oxygen. 
And so inspiration, putting the spirit inside your body, making sure that you're oxygenating correctly is the key to weaning yourself off of all prescription drugs, but especially prescription drugs that uh, are designed to hide the stress response. That's what psychotropic drugs do. They hide the stress response. They yeah. numb you. They numb you to the stress response. But you can use oxygen to help relax the stress response. Make sure you're breathing correctly. If you have a smartphone, go get a, an app called My Calm Beat or another one called Bio Breathing, and then start working with those um, with those apps. Anybody out there with a smartphone, those are two great apps for practicing breathing. Breathing is the link between the physical world and the, uh, the the visible world and the invisible world, the physical world and the spiritual, mental, and emotional world. That's our bridge. And understanding how to breathe correctly, slow, deep breathing, always in through the nose and out through the nose, making sure you're doing it nice and slowly is the key to helping wean yourself off of those psychotropics and really all prescription drugs, but especially psychotropic prescription drugs. Hope we helped you. Thank you. Uh, there goes Mel, uh, and here is our last call of the day. It's Carmel Bob. Hi, Carmel Bob. Hi. Up, uh, regarding the spiritual side, uh, I could not agree with you more, and I think something to ponder for people to get is that you are not in your body looking out. Your body is in you. That's beautiful. And I'll well leave said. you with that thought. Well said. That's right. That's you know Deepak Chopra talks about that a lot. The world is not... The, uh, we're not in the world. The world is in us. And you know what? It's not even necessarily spiritual. It's just, it's just uh, turn that down a little bit in the studio. I get some feedback there. Thank you. Um, uh, it, just common sense will tell you, where is the world that we perceive? I'm sitting in a chair now. I'm in a room. I'm looking at MZ. I'm looking at my computer. I'm looking at the, the microphone. But where is all that appearing? It is all appearing in the three-pound universe of goo that's between my cranium. Now, get, try and get your head around that. The whole world appears in your brain. So it's not mystical, and it's not even spiritual. It's just logical, and it's just common sense. We are walking in a dream. We're walking in our own dream, and we have complete control over it. If we desire, we can live a lucid dream. Read Timothy Freak, anything by Timothy Freak, aptly named. By the way, Dr. and Mrs. Future, have you heard of Timothy Freak? F-R-E-K-E? I have now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go check him out. He's got all kinds of wonderful stuff. His latest book is called The Mystery Experience, and his point is is that we are walking around in a dream, and we have disempowered ourselves, we have separated ourselves to the extent that we don't realize that we're creating the entire phenomena like we create a dream at night. And that is a pretty darn powerful idea if you can really grasp okay. that. Hey guys, it's the end. It's the end of the show. I got. I got. I hate to do this, but it's the end of the show. Yeah. Thank you, future. Thank you, guys. A pleasure. And I just want to say one thing, Michael. Your radio station is such a breath of fresh air. You, what you, what you have bequeathed to the world, and I get, get that all of your listeners understand this as well, is such a wonderful and beautiful gift. And from the bottom of my heart, as a Boulderite who only listens on the internet and, and occasionally gets to be on the air, I am so grateful for what you're doing. Wow. Thank you very much, and God bless you, and many, many, many more years. I love you. You're a beautiful man. Thank you. <laughs> and that's the end of the show.